Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. And listen to me. This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever show. Start listening to us or suffer the consequences. And with that, we welcome you inside of Studio 34. This is the BFFs. He is Frank Stample. I am Greg Sussman. What's happening, Frankie? Frankie! Happy Friday to you, bud. The big game is here. Super Bowl LIV live down in Miami. Super Bowl 54. The Chiefs. And the 49ers, you know, Greg, you would have thought that I was a fan of one of these teams. That's yeah. how excited I am for this game. Like, seriously. Is it that or just the fact you can drink alcohol and eat again? Mm, a little bit of both. Sure. sure. But, no, I am really, really excited for this game as well. Because we all know I'm never going to get to see a Jets Super Bowl. Look, I've already accepted that. It's never going to happen. We're not going to see Gang Green playing until February. Definitely not as long as Adam Gase is there. I'll tell you that right now. Right. But I'm very excited for this game, Greg. I think these are the two best teams and I think this is a matchup that everybody is looking forward to. Uh, my pre-postseason prediction was the Saints and the Chiefs, uh, but you know what? I will settle for the Chiefs and 49ers. I think we're in for a good one here, Greggy. So uh, I realized from the open, I should probably take some voice lessons. You know, it's a properly, like, speak. I mean, we all should. Yeah, so... Like, I watch, like, the ring announcers in, in wrestling. Like, they always, like, hold their stomachs to make sure they're, like, speaking the right way. When I, like, do these, like, long opens where I'm, like, talking like, very fast, like, it, it hurts my stomach. I run out of breath. Or when you're yelling? Well, I'm, I'm yelling. <clears throat> right, that's what I'm saying. Right, right, exactly. So that happens. And I realize it's probably because I'm, ta- I'm not, like, speaking properly. If I had a voice coach, that would, that would help me. Uh, yeah, so whenever you sign up, let me know. I'll, I'll, come, I'll come with you. Because I feel like I still have a lot to learn myself in terms of speaking, Greg. You would think people who are on television and radio, we know how to speak, right? Yeah. Everything's good to go. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not. No. (laughs) How did you sleep last night? Uh, How did I sleep last night? I slept very well. Uh, I went to sleep entirely too late. I was up late last night uh, listening to some baseball stuff. What's late? Uh, I didn't go to bed till 1 a.m. Really? Yeah. I, uh, I went to bed. At, I went to bed a little bit late for me. I went to bed at midnight last night. All right. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of uh, late here for for Gramps. Yeah, Grampy Greg. Yeah, I went. I went to bed a little bit late. I was watching the series finale of The Good Place. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we're just in completely different entirely 
worlds. I had a great night last night. Judy got no TV time. Greg's awesome. watching The Good Place. Yes. No TV time for Judy. She was upset because I immediately went from two hours of Maryland basketball win to The Good Place series finale. She's like, I guess I'm not watching TV tonight. I, go, I have another room. You can watch TV in that room. You have a TV in the bedroom. Sure. Well, then like, I thought we had to like, hang out. I'm like, well, this is what we're watching tonight. Oh. She went to bed. Greg with the takeover. Maryland basketball. When does uh when does Judy get the takeover? Does Judy get the takeover? Like, oh, we're watching this tonight. Yeah. What's the Judy takeover? Is that like the Bachelorette or something? No, it's it's all because I feel like you want to watch that too. I don't. It's <laughs> uh basically you ser- might find out how to win on DraftKings if you watch Greg. <laughs> Serial killer documentaries mostly. That's Judy's yes go to. She's freaking out about the Hulu. I thought about the Hulu thing. What is that? That, that she has to buy Hulu. She can't figure out how. Just to buy Hulu. Did I do this whole thing on the show? Maybe, I don't know. I, I think I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, maybe I wasn't listening. Doesn't sound like you were. <laughs> Almost positive we had this entire conversation on, on, on the show, and you, you got a pretty big You need out. to buy Hulu? Was it not you I had this conversation I don't with? think it was me. I have no idea what you're talking about. Now I'm questioning myself. Well, you probably should. So basically, she wants to watch some murder doc. Would it surprise you if you're like losing your mind, Greg? It yeah. wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. She wants to watch this murder doc, right? And this documentary, this show, is on Hulu. I don't have Hulu. So really, really, is your Hulu? Maybe I mean it's not mine. It's my fiance's, but I could probably ask her for a login just for like. All right, but what do I get? There has to be some kind of exchange here. What do you want? What is your you know reciprocation? Do you have a a thing that you need? Well, what do you got? Let's run down the list. I got got Netflix. Everyone has Netflix, Greg. You have have Prime. (laughs) Two minutes. Uh, I believe if you have Amazon Prime, do you automatically just have their video service? Yes. And I have it. I Ah. just don't use it. (laughs) You have HBO Go. I have HBO Go. Oh boy. I basically have everything because my parents have cable, so I just steal their login and well, use sure. it for everything. Well, that's, that's, that's how I have everything. I, I have Disney Plus for my sister. Right. And I have YouTube TV via myself. Right. That's the only thing I pay so for. So it seems like you have everything. Right. Yeah. So you're going to have to come up with so something. Anyway, so she wanted to watch this show on Hulu, and I was like, all right. I figured it out. What? We will give you our Hulu. Here it comes. If I can control the players that we win in our auction. No. <laughs> that seems like a fair trade-off. Well, Judy would be pumped. All right, here, you get Hulu right. for you and Judy. Yeah. And in turn, we get to win our auction league. Well, I'm very interested in winning. <laughs> you took control of our GST draft. We lost that Well, too. last year, you know, I would bring up players I like. Oh, Marcus Semien, Jorge Polanco. Ah, ah. Marcus Semien, Jorge Polanco. I hate these guys. Do you, ah, do you think ah. we would have won if we drafted those guys, those two players? Marcus Semien was an MVP candidate. I'm just asking. Do you think we would have won the league? If one of them was our shortstop and the other one was our middle infielder, you know what? We probably would have finished in the money. Top three? We were rolling some schlubs out there, Greg. You know Greg. what? If you would have said top ten, I would have bought we that. We were top ten. If you would have said top seven, would have bought that. Look, if we had Semyon and Hori Polanco on our team, we probably would have finished top three. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Based on the bums that we were throwing out there. No, listen. <laughs> we like bums. <laughs> no, you like bums. I do. I'm in on bums. Yeah, who's your bum? Who's the bum this year that Greg's in, in, in on fantasy football? I haven't found him yet. Oh, I'll give you his name. Trevor Bauer. There you go. We won't own him, that's for sure. What's up? Are we in on Madison Bumgarner? Are you bums? No, 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 not even close. We're out on Bumgarner. No. I can name two other Diamondbacks pitchers I want in the staff, not named Madison Bumgarner. One of them is Zach Gallen, for sure. For sure. One of them is definitely Zach Gallen. Luke Weaver. Sure. Let's go. Fire him up. I knew you were going to say Robbie Ray. Oh. All right, that's it for the baseball talk today. Super Bowl 54! We break it down next. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers. Let's break it down. We've been waiting two weeks to do this. It's finally time. You've done the research. I pretended to do the research. Let's get into it. <laughs> Chiefs, one and a half point favorites. Do you think before uh, kickoff at like 620-ish, you think the line moves? I will say no. I think if it hasn't moved by now, Greg, it's not going to. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. Because I so think, which way do you think it's going to move then? I think it goes down to a point. So you think San Fran money is going to come in? I do. I do. So I laid out these numbers on the fantasy football frenzy in terms of uh, where, where the handle is coming in, where the bets are coming in, Greg. Oh, you told me this morning. That's why I also... Uh, and, and 70% of both the handle and the bets are on the Chiefs spread right now. Sure. Uh, and then I brought up how 53% of the bets are on San Fran's money line, but 65% of the money is on the Chiefs money line. So... I don't know. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to see some either some substantial bets come in on the 49ers over the weekend. I know Mattress Mac put in a million dollar bid on the San Francisco 49ers, or we'll have some uh, very respected sports bettors out there laying their money on the Chiefs in order to move this line. I don't think it's gonna happen. So I think what you just said, the second part, is what's gonna happen. Where you're gonna have people like Mattress Mac. But why haven't they done it already? You know, if they were gonna do it, like why would they wait? It doesn't. Well, They're not getting it at a better line or anything. Maybe they will. Maybe they get it at two. Maybe it goes the other way in their, in their mind. No, no. I think based on where all the money and the bets have come in so far, if it was going to go to two, it would have happened already, Greg. So I, I think, and Jared Smith said this yesterday, that the sharp money comes in right away and then at the very end. And everything else is just public money. It's just noise, essentially. Yep. So at the very beginning of the line comes out and at the very end, and we haven't reached that end yet. There is, I, I think, again, it's just a prediction, right? I think we see this line go a half a point. I think more money's going to pour in on the, on the Niners at some point, and I think it goes down to one. All right, so what did you see this game open up at? Because I saw it open up as a pick I saw it at, I, I feel like I saw it at one and a half, to be honest with you. Okay. I don't think I've seen it move so, at all. based on what Jared said, and I'm not saying he's wrong. Sure. But if that were actually the case, and the Sharps were on the 49ers, then they would have hit that right away as soon as the line came out. True. And that means it would have they would have either favored the San Fran if it sure. opened as a pick'em, or I mean, again, there's so many different books, and you know, that's the other thing. Open that's up the line, other like thing. you know, if the Chiefs actually open as like a two or two and a half point favorite, then maybe it did drop down. But for the most part, I saw it around a pick'em or or in other books right around that one one and a half yep. anyway. So you know, if the sharps were on the 49ers right you. as soon as the line came out then it would have either dropped back down to a pick'em or in favor of the 49ers. I totally hear you, and, and that's fair. That's Fine. Um, 
made a prediction. We'll but yeah, no, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. But I'm going to go on record saying no. I don't think the spread changes. I think we're uh, I think we're locked into one and a half. We're locked into one and a half, which means it should be a pretty good game. We hope between. And the that's Chiefs with the and FanDuel and DraftKings sportsbook because I see other books that have this line at one. Oh, you do. But not where we're able to bet in New Jersey legally with the DraftKings and FanDuel sportsbook. So uh, one and a half. So I have seen some ones around. Okay. So I am but now. It's at one and a half uh, with the DraftKings and FanDuel. So sportsbook. I will say this: I'm on Vegas Insider now. Right. Okay. The it opened at one and a half. It's down to one most places. Right. So I, so me thinking it's going to go down to one. And FanDuel and DraftKings. There you go. You already had the insider information, Greg. You you went to Vegas Insider before the show. Don't play it off like you didn't. Yeah. So I was at the at the MGM. Uh, it's one and a half. Uh, at the Westgate Superbook, it's one. William Hill has it at one. So so maybe we will get the uh, the FanDuel DraftKings uh, sportsbook move to one. Yeah, potentially. Least, but crazy. you know, if you want if you want the 49ers now at one and a half, or you want a little extra juice on the money line, uh, then. You know, hammer the 49ers now because I think if it's going to move anywhere, Greg, it's going to move towards San Fran. It's not going to move further in favor of Kansas City. So the total of the FanDuel Sportsbook is kind of interesting because the total sits at 53.5. The line, according to Vegas Insider, opened at 54. Everywhere in Vegas, all the sites that uh, make up Vegas Insider, 54.5. You're getting it at FanDuel at 53.5, Frank. We've talked a lot this week that we like the over, both of us. You're getting an extra point here. You buying? But does it worry you that this means that there's either money or very respected bettors who are coming in on the under? Does that worry you to see this kind of movement, you know, close to game time? And again, it could move even more by the time. Look, if you like the over right now, it's moving down. Right. So if you like the over, you might as well just wait because by the time we get to Sunday, it might move down to, you know, might move down to 53, 52 and a half, 52. You never know, right? Good point. It's moving that way right now. I think we already saw the extent of which it was going to move up, right? It got as high as like 55 yeah. in, some, in some places. Sure. And now we're all the way back down to 53 and a half. So if you do like the over in this game, and based on the final score, uh, score prediction that I gave out on the Fantasy Football Frenzy, I do like the over. It's not my strongest play on Sunday. Uh, but if you do like the over, then wait, because I think this line is probably going to drop a little bit. We said from the beginning that we are going to kind of handicap this game today. That's what I want to do. And... We've alluded to it, we've talked about it, but we both like the Chiefs in this game. Is that still correct? Yes. Okay. I know Gabe has kind of changed his mind a bunch here. Right. So did George Kurtz. Really? George Kurtz, when he gave out his pick for the uh, the Sports Grid page, our our Super Bowl uh, page where you can see all of our expert picks and predictions, uh, he gave out the 49ers, and right now on the Fantasy Football Frenzy, George was on record saying he has uh, switched his pick. He's on the Chiefs now. Very interesting. Now, not just back a million dollars on the Niners, so... Hasn't everything that, that guy has bet on not happened? <laughs> not, the Astros didn't, but... Yeah. yeah. No, there was something else recently that he bet on, I thought. Was there? I didn't see it. Right. It might have been... I don't know. Maybe it was like Cowboy Cerrone or something like that. I don't know. I'll look into it. But I'm pretty sure everything that he bets on does not come true. <laughs> I don't know if that's the case again this week, uh, but... Yeah, uh, he certainly has not been on the winning side yet, so uh, we'll see what happens, Greg. People are people are wavering a little bit here. They're they're switching sides. You are not. No, You're standing I, strong with the Kansas City Chiefs because the narrative, not the narrative, but like my opinion of this game hasn't changed. That I believe the Chiefs will get down early. I believe the San Francisco 49ers will open up the game throwing the football. That Joe Buck and Troy Aikman will be like, "Wow, this isn't what we expected. We thought it'd be a running football game." And the next thing you know, it's ten nothing Niners. 
Seriously, that's, that's exactly what I expect. And then you see Patrick Mahomes in two plays make it 10-10. We have, uh, we have Buck and Aikman. That's what we have? Mm-hmm. Okay. Buck, Aikman, Chris Myers, Aaron Andrews. That's your crew. Fox. Fox. Yeah. So that is this narrative I have in my head. And once the Chiefs start scoring, and they're going to score, I know defense wins championships, but they're going to score. And I think they're going to win. I really do. I feel very... I guess confidence is the right word. I feel confident about it. I'm with one. you, man. As soon as this line came out, as soon as I saw both of these teams play on Conference Championship Sunday, which, you know, if you watch both of those games, you actually uh, might have come away from that with the, uh, the San Francisco 49ers won more decisively against the Green Bay Packers. But I think when you kind of look back on the way everything has played out this year in this NFL season, uh, at this point in the season... I think the Tennessee Titans were actually the better team than the Green Bay Packers. So uh, the Kansas City Chiefs got down in that game early uh, against the Titans, and they fought back once again. They were down 24-zip uh, zip against the Houston Texans. They fought back in that game. Here's what I'll say, Greg. I think this is not a game where the Chiefs can fall behind early like they have against other teams. Because to me, if you fall behind early against San Fran, This is a team that can just run, run, and run some more. And they will run all over you. And I think that Kyle Shanahan has kind of, he's learned his lesson, man. He learned from his mistake in that Super Bowl where he was coaching Atlanta, where he should have been running. Mm -hmm. And I think he's learned from that. He definitely has. And I think that, you know, if you get down early in this game, from a Kansas City Chiefs perspective, I understand the offense that they have, but again, this is probably also the best defense that they've faced, you know, during this uh, during this eight game winning streak, maybe outside of the the New England Patriots. Uh, but I, I think the 49ers defense is on par with the Patriots. I don't, as a Chiefs backer, you do not want to see them get down early in this game, Greg. I, I really do believe that. Well, aren't the Titans the same way though? That they could just run it and but, run it but and run it. The 49ers defense is way better than the Titans. Definitely, way better. Definitely. Patrick Mahomes is really freaking good. He is. And that's why I like the Chiefs in this game. That's why I don't... Personally, I like them in this game because I don't think that they're going to get off to a slow start. Like That's the narrative. I don't think the Chiefs will get off to a slow start in this game once again. I don't think so. All right, we'll continue to break this down, what we expect to see on Sunday. More about Super Bowl 54 on the other side of this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Get in the game with the DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners can get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Make a deposit, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks. Go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. And if you have a gambling problem, call 800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for Details. All right. Let's get back into the game. So you don't think, like you said, that the Chiefs can get down and come back. They can't do what they did to Houston. They can't do what they did um, to the Tennessee Titans. But my counter, my response to that would be 28-3. Patriots. 
Falcons, Kyle Shanahan, the offensive coordinator, you have said he's learned from that. I do believe that. What will change? What will he do differently? I think just being aggressive, right? And I think, you know, the personnel is obviously different, right? Two completely different teams, the Atlanta Falcons uh, with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones at the time and Devontae Freeman uh, versus now with the San Francisco 49ers. You know, maybe you don't have as much confidence as uh, you do in a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo versus Matt Ryan. Uh, And you don't have that game-breaking wide receiver here in Julio Jones, but you do have George Kittle, who's a game-breaking tight end, and you have uh, playmakers all over the field at the wide receiver position. Uh, Debo Samuel, who can make plays both as a receiver and as a uh, as a runner, and then you have Emmanuel Sanders, who can also still make big plays. And then between that, you know, uh, that committee of Raheem Mostert, Brita, uh, and if Tevin Coleman suits up for this game, I think that he has enough, Greg. Uh, Greg. I think he has enough here. Where you know, if he wants to to put the pedal down here with the San Francisco 49ers, look, we saw it against the Packers. Is the Chiefs' defense, and they're better than the Packers. Are they that much better than the Packers' defense? Well, we're going to find out this weekend that, you know, they both rank kind of, you know, in that middle of the pack this year, the, the Kansas City Chiefs, and they've played much better recently. But what the 49ers did two weeks ago was they were up against the Packers, and they never let up. They kept scoring points throughout the entirety of that game, causing turnovers, short fields, and I don't know that the Chiefs are going to turn the ball over. I think they'll be a little bit more careful than the Packers were in that game, uh, but you saw that aggressiveness in Kyle Shanahan uh, in that game against the Packers. I, I think he has learned from his mistakes in the past, Craig. And I'm telling you right now, uh, as a Chiefs backer, you do not want to see them go down 10, 14 points early on in this game uh, because that'll allow the, the 49ers to pin their ears back, send those pass rushers after But aren't you. they going to do that anyway? So the thing is, they develop pressure without blitzing. Right. But, you know, if you're in passing situations, if you're down 14, 17, zip, two scores, whatever it might be, two, three scores, then they could send even more pressure your way, and they can blitz you. And obviously, we know causing pressure can make even, you know, the best quarterback look pedestrian. Look, your New York Giants won the Super Bowl against Tom Brady doing just that, getting up in his face, causing pressure. Patrick Mahomes, amazing this year while being pressured. Uh, fifth best adjusted completion percentage, uh, second best NFL passer rating while being pressured this year. But everyone's human, man. I'm telling you, you get up in his face, things can change a little bit. Um, you, as a Chiefs backer, you do not want to see them down early in this game. I really, I believe that, Greg. Well, obviously, you don't want to see them down early, of course. But well, I, you almost have the confidence, though, right? I do. Like seeing the Chiefs do yes. it two games in a row. Doesn't scare but those me. games were different. Well, let me ask That was the Texans defense. That was the Titans defense. Let me ask you this. 49ers defense is different than those teams. Let me ask you this. Right. Chiefs get down early. 10-0. 14-0. You like the Chiefs, you told me. Correct, right? You're in on the Chiefs. Are you not betting them money line on live bet? Of course I am. Okay. Because I still, so I still like you like confidence to win too. the game. I still, yes. I like them So then you're not scared overall. of them getting down early. No, I mean, because at that point, you're getting great value, Greg. A, a game that opened up with them as a minus 120 money line, if they sure. go down 14 zip, you're going to get them at, you know, maybe plus 200. Sure. At that point. So just based on the value, I would okay. do it. But All I right. wouldn't feel as great doing it this week against the 49ers. Like, dude, against the, the Texans, once you saw the Chiefs score two touchdowns and it's like 24-14 at that point, you're like, they're winning this game. And cover. You had no... <laughs> qualms about it like you were not worried about the Texans at that point I'm just here to say that like yes I would still bet it in game just from a value perspective how are you not gonna watch the game in Jersey what are you what are you gonna do oh, watch the game with my with my family like I do every year no got it yeah yeah for your live betting purposes being able to I, well 
Keep no will. Keep keep, <laughs> keep your keep, phone close. Keep your phone close. Keep it uh, keep it by your side. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, obviously, look, being able to bet in game uh, is just a huge advantage, right? Like, you ask yourself, why would you even bet before the game starts? Sure. Because if the Chiefs get off, if they go down a touchdown or whatever field goal, whatever it might be, you're gonna get their money line uh, at even even money or at plus money right there. You know, one of the first drives of the game. So. Um, you can do both. You can bet on the Chiefs and you can bet in-game. But uh, I, all I'm saying is that the 49ers are a different beast. That's the moral of the story here, Greg. All right, so it's the first Super Bowl for both Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I've said a lot on the program. I think Jimmy G comes out throwing. I, I think this Niners team comes out uh, launching the ball. I'm excited to see it. Patrick Mahomes, his first Super Bowl. Andy Reid's first Super Bowl in a very long time, right? It's the second Super Bowl that Andy Reid's going to be the head coach in and it's been a very, very long time since you had Donovan McNabb and Terrell Owens starting for the Philadelphia Eagles where Donovan McNabb threw up. Like that, this is Andy Reid's second chance at this. Andy Reid, very good off a bye week, which is what second he has. Second chance for both guys, really. That's Shanahan true, Shanahan to redeem himself. Yeah. That's true. That's a, that's a good point also. Everyone blames Shanahan for losing that Super Bowl. I don't blame Shanahan. I, I blame Dan Quinn. I blame the offense. I don't know that Shanahan's fault. I mean, I think he, he look, you, you ask ten people, eight or nine are going to say, "Oh, yeah, it was Kyle Shanahan's fault." Is it? Yeah, because he coached the know, defense that allowed all the points. You're right about that. You're <laughs> I mean, right about what? that. But his offense scored plenty of points. Look, you run the ball in that second half, you win the game, Greg. <laughs> you know, there's no doubt about it. I'm sorry, I can't. Kill you run him the clock. That. I can't kill him for that. All right, uh, look, maybe you're in the minority. Then I'm telling That's you, majority fine. of people are, are going to kill Shanahan for I'll be in the I'm not saying everything that he did was perfect. It's a redemption for both guys. Definitely, I'm agreeing with that. All right. How many times have we said this when you are up early, when you are up going into the second half, 28-3? Don't just sit on your heels. Don't just run the ball, go three and out, give the ball back, give the other team a chance, and then you have to ramp up the offense again. He stayed aggressive. We always it's want true. coaches to stay aggressive. Look, that's what the Chiefs did as well, right? Correct. Against the Tennessee Titans. They're up by 10 points, and next thing you know, Sammy Watkins is a 60 yard touchdown, touchdown yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. You want to look? Run? There's going to be people on both sides of the coin. I'm not saying that I feel that way about Kyle Shanahan, Do but. You? I, I think both guys are to blame. I, I'm with you. Like, That's look, fine. the defense was bad too. Of course, it was Came horrible. Something up schematically if you're Dan Quinn, right? Yeah. So I think both or guys are to blame. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, then I'm the narrative saying... coming out of that game was like, "Oh, Kyle Shanahan should have been running the ball. What are you doing, you idiot?" Absolutely. But then when he throws Absolutely the ball, agree. if he scores, you know, if he scores a 50-yard touchdown to Julio Jones and they win that game because he's aggressive. Then they're saying it. They, he, they're painting a different picture. You he's know, he's lauded. He's a genius. He's an offensive. He kept genius. the aggression. He's pedal on the metal. Pedal to the metal. Yeah. So yeah. So it's a redemption for both guys. That, that was a long way to, to get to that. What does that mean? Pedal to the metal. I think it's like inside of a car. Is a, is a metal built? Is that you know? Because where's the metal here? Like, like the bottom of the car, right? Like where yeah. the pedal yeah. goes down to the bottom of the car. That's the metal. metal is? Okay. <laughs> Googling it. Let's see. What we got pedal to the metal. Urban sure. Dictionary. Hopefully, there's well, no I'll other. Be very careful before you read this. Yeah, article. I know. I understand. Greg. All right. Uh, when the accelerator is pushed so far, yeah. it can't move anymore. In some no, cars, I right? I know hits, what that means. It hits a metal bar uh, uh-huh. or the end of the footwell, which is hopefully made of metal. <laughs> they put in parentheses there. <laughs> That's an old myth. This is stupid. So what do you want to? What do you want it to be, Greg? Pedal to the to the little thing that that's on the bottom of your car. The rug. Pedal, to, pedal to the rug. Pedal to the rug. Doesn't have the same ring to it. Pedal to the rug. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Right. I don't know. Uh, it just seems silly. What, what else? What else in this game, Frank? 
Well, I looked into a bunch of uh, random stats and trends. Obviously, the Andy Reid trends yep. are—you know—they speak for themselves. Coming off a bye to have extra time uh, in this game, twenty-three and four straight up, and eighteen and nine against the spread all time after a regular season or postseason bye. Uh, since joining the Chiefs, Andy Reid is seven and three straight up, and six and four in these situations. Six and four against the spread in these situations. So that's a narrative that people have brought up before, but it does ring true. Both from you know a straight up and ATS perspective, Andy Reid has been great in his Chiefs career, in his sure. Eagles career, uh, all time together as a coach. When you give this man extra time to prepare, and then obviously on the defensive side of things, Greg, your boy Steve Spagnuolo, who uh, devised one of the the best defensive game plans of all time, going up against the New England Patriots, now has two weeks to prepare for a great, great offensive scheme. Uh, that Kyle Shanahan runs where he can kill you on the ground, where his receivers are seemingly always wide open. He can, you know, it, it, this this offense is almost like, uh, I'm trying to think of what the term is, something involving thousand knives or something? I don't know, whatever it is. Swiss Army knife? Sure. Uh, I'll look it up during the break. Fantastic. I swear that there's a saying like that, something like that. Yeah, uh, but he can Pedal to metal. Yeah, pedal to metal, pedal to the rug. Uh, there's so many different ways that this 49ers offense can beat you. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what he thinks up, Steve Spagnuolo uh, thinks up as a defensive game plan, and you know how Kyle Shanahan kind of uh, counteracts that because I'm sure he's going to do something different that we've seen all year, uh, which you're predicting is uh, Jimmy Garoppolo being more aggressive and throwing the ball. Absolutely, absolutely. Now you mentioned Steve Spagnuolo's really interesting career uh, for Spags. Of course, uh, he was Andy Reid's. Uh, defensive backs coach and linebackers coach and in the secondary for years in Philadelphia. Uh, eventually came over to the Giants to be their defensive coordinator. That's where he made his name for himself. Became the head coach of the Rams. Um, after a failed stint there, fine, went to the Saints who was their defensive coordinator and it was like bad. Like he got fired after one year. It was awful. Went to Baltimore and was like a senior defensive assistant. Uh, uh, a secondary coach. Eventually came back to the Giants where he had success again as defensive coordinator back in the New York market. Interim head coach for a little bit uh, after they fired Ben McAdoo. Spent the year out of the league last year. And Andy Reid pulls him back in, makes a defensive coordinator. And like all Spags' defenses, the Chiefs' defense has gotten better as the season has gone on. Spags is a good coach. He's a smart coach. He's going to be ready for, I, I think, what Shanahan throws at him. And I agree with you. Again, how can you uh, argue against Spagnuolo, someone who's been here before and done it against one of the best offenses of all time? All right, we continue breaking down Super Bowl 54 right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Frank and I get into a bit of a um, Saints discussion during the break. Currently off the screen. I kind of like it. You just hear my voice. Greg's legs are talking. <laughs> this is fun. Now you can see me. I, He's I, I, back. I, I'm back, baby. Um, we're done with the Saints. They're pretty good. It's funny because Super Bowl is on Sunday. We're like already looking forward to free agency and looking what's to come. Frank's got his spring training countdown. What is it, under 10 now? Under 10, baby. NBA Down tra- at single-digit days, nine NBA, days. NBA trade deadlines next week. Right. 
It's crazy. Derrick Rose going to fetch a first-round pick, Greg? That was such a clickbait article. I was so annoyed that you said that to me this morning. Yeah, I mean, he, they want a of course they do. lottery pick. They're not going to get one. They want a, they were looking to get a first-round pick. I think they get a first-round pick for Derrick Rose. Disagree. Late first. What I don't understand is why do the Lakers want to trade for Derrick Rose? You want to surround LeBron with shooters. So, Frank, again, this was, this was planted. Right. So, Derrick Rose would like to go. Play with LeBron. Play with LeBron. Win a championship. Sure. That, just makes, that makes absolutely no sense for I the want Lakers. to throw a wad of money on the Lakers' future. The thing is, there's not much value, you know? There's They're none. the favorite. There's value. They're three to one. So, I mean, you probably should. I think, they're, I, I think that they're going to win the NBA championship. So bet on it. LeBron MVP. Eight to one, Greg. Yeah, that. Still get it at eight to one. Did you bet on it? I have not bet on it. <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. You, you know you what? You just keep thinking. Giannis has gone to a minus 260. Oh, God. I believe I saw that correctly. Sure you did. But yeah, look, minus 260 to win the MVP? Sure. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't understand it. Look, I love, Le- I love Giannis, but... I don't understand. Even, even more important news. Minus 230. He's minus 230 at the DraftKings Sportsbook. LeBron James is 8-1. to one. Even more important news. Maryland is now plus, plus 2,600 to win it all. Hmm. That's 10th best in the nation. Saying. Looks like you need to make a trip out to Jersey, Greg. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Where do you want to go from here, Greg? You tell me. You want to go Saints? Because you literally just went all around every single sport. Saints, free agency, yeah. Derrick Rose trade, LeBron James championship, Maryland, college, national championship. You watch the commercials, Frank. Baseball spring training. You watch the commercials in the Super Bowl? Sure. I, yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> sure, usually. It implies like a sarcastic dickhead response. It's yes. Yeah. Sure means yes. Well, sure means sure. Sure, I watch them. Are you, are you in not like I'm not, I'm not like like Greg Sussman. You don't like quiet the room down to hear it? No. no. I like them. I enjoyed them. They're fun. But I guess like in obviously today's world, like you don't you don't care. I wonder how many Bud Light Seltzer commercials we're gonna get. Well, there be which a- I do kind of you know one of my first drinks back this weekend. I do want to try one of those Bud Light. Seltzers. I also would like to try one. Right. I would like to try one. Obviously, Greg is a man of the claws. I am, but recently. They're really pushing the Bud Light Seltzer. They are, and it makes sense. But, like, you kind of got to push it for next summer. Like, I don't want that in the winter. Like, all I want now is like a beer. Like, a nice cold... I'm not going to do this for you. You have one day. I've had no desire to drink whatsoever. You can say whatever you want right but now. But, like, I... When I've gotten home from work or whatever, like, I don't want a, a freaking White Claw. Really? Like Come on, it doesn't, it doesn't calm you down after a stressful day, Greg? A nice White Claw? No. <laughs> like, I have a meeting... So why do you still have, like, 20 of them stocked in your fridge right now? I put a lot this summer. <laughs> I have a lot of beer stock in my fridge right now, too. Um, what kind of crappy IPA do you have in there? A lot. A lot. At, at least you know that it's a crappy it's IPA. It's not. It's delicious. Um, so I have a meeting scheduled uh, this afternoon to go over the, uh, the morning show, the morning after. Which Can we be- get some beer sponsors on the show? Sure. Way? You want to go get them? You go do it. Uh, on, on BFS or maybe for the network in general? The beer friends forever. The beer friends forever. Brilliant, right? Works out perfectly. Budweiser friends forever. Yeah. Maybe, you know. If they look, sponsor us, Frank, we will be very happy. Right, and we'll, we'll get a lot of uh, Bud Seltzers. Sure. That could be our thing. The, Love it. The Bud. F- the Buds. The Buds. Buds. So we'll call Budweiser. Let me tell you about my Bud friend. It's me. It's me. <laughs> Let's get the Budweiser sponsor uh, dialed up here. Chris Pavona, that is your new task. He's not here. Uh, Danny Okers, that is your new task. Hey, there's so much more that goes into it. No, 
I know Danny knows a thing or two about getting a. He does. An alcohol to sponsor him. He does. So, I think he probably is the guy to put on this task, Greg. I am still drinking crack and rum. He's still drinking. That's how much crack and rum he got. Got a lot of crack and rum. A lot. Of crack I do and like rum. crack and rum. Actually, I have the uh, have a glass that came with a with a kraken bottle that is like a uh, it's like a tentacle of a kraken. It's awesome. It's a great class. Um, what's the Super Bowl, man? Like we we've dissected this for now for two weeks. Um, we both and it's tough because we're in the same spot. Yep. We both like the Chiefs. We both like the over. Maybe we both have different confidence levels in certain things. I'm but, pretty confident in the Chiefs. Yeah, same. Right. I'm like really confident. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about. What do you want to talk about, Craig? Where's your dad in the star pool? How, how's he doing? Oh well, uh, he went zero and two in the conference championships. You didn't ask me. That was it. Yeah. Like, we dominated last I'm sure time. you weren't here that Friday. Was I not? Two weeks ago, I was not. Yeah. I think I had to host a show That's with... Why. I hosted the show with Jim Day. Mm-hmm. And I was on both dogs. <laughs> I was on the vo- both dogs for uh, myself. You weren't, so. on, you weren't on San Francisco. I Dad, you, you were not the only loser that day. I was right there with you. I told you to be on San Francisco. I, w- I would have been on Tennessee and San Francisco is what I would have been on. Okay. Yeah, I was on both dogs. I got suckered into the so lo- seven so and a half. So he lost. There. He's done. No, I don't think he's done. I think he has a big number left. He has like 10 or 12 left. Uh, so he's going to place that on, I believe he's on the Chiefs as well. Oh, that's good. Uh, so he's going to place that on them, and I think he has a chance to finish like in the money. I don't think he can right, get cool. first anymore, but sure. I think he can finish in the money. Uh, hometown Heller, who, as you know, one of the luckiest people I've ever met, or, or smartest, I guess. <laughs> he, uh, he's been on a lot of um, smart bets like this. and So he was on the... The Nationals, I think. He was on the Nationals, and obviously that worked out quite well. And I think he took some money back, ultimately. Um, you know, the cash-out option you have at FanDuel. So, he was on the Nationals to win the World Series. He's always on something like big and right like that, like a, a team that kind of comes out of nowhere, but not really, that's just like good value, like Nats were. So, he's been on the Chiefs. You can read the situation. He's been on the Chiefs since like Mahomes went down. So he got whatever they were at at that time. He's on them in the Super Bowl. Is he riding it out or is he hedging? So he said, because he lives in New York, his dad lives in Jersey. His dad hasn't seen the, or noticed or gotten the cash-out option for the Chiefs. He's pumped because he's riding. And he's very, very excited. All right, so not hedging. No. Not a gardener. No. As Gabe Morenci would call them. Mm-hmm. Not hedging. He's all in. How would you handle that, Greg? Would you hedge? Yes. Yeah, of course you would. You know me. Greg's like, uh, zero risk here. I want some kind of money. <laughs> I want li- I, that's what I do. I live in risk. Like, right. when you're in a fantasy football league or baseball or whatever, the final two, you want to you like split it? You want to change the, the payouts? I'll never say no. Never. Mm. Never. Well, every situation is different, right? It comes down no. to how confident you are in your team, right? I don't care. Like, look down and like, nah, I got a good team. Man. No, I don't, I'm I don't, riding this out. I don't care. I don't usually change it. I always change. It. I ride it out. I always want to because I, I have hedged before, uh, but when it comes to fantasy, I, I usually maybe I'll change it a little bit. Like instead of uh, you know we'll go like uh, seventy five twenty five, we'll drop it down to like seventy thirty or sixty five thirty five, maybe sixty forty. But we're never down to like fifty fifty. No, I'm never down to fifty fifty. We right. go, we do. I do sixty forty more often than not. Okay. Uh, seventy thirty. I just I don't know. I always want some money. I always want to be able to get money. I always want money. You know he's I mean? betting on the Chiefs. So, well, that's why I'm betting on the Chiefs, because 
going to win money. You know how many times we have left FanDuel and I felt like really good about a pick, specifically like the Nuggets, right? Like I've been all over the Nuggets for a couple weeks now. And more often than not, it's worked out. Damn, Judy, you really should have bet on that game. And she goes, you do know the one time you're going to bet, you're going to lose. And that's why you shouldn't bet. I go, hmm, you're right. And then we had the same conversation the next day. Uh, and then Frank withdraws his money and then deposits it the uh, very next day. And he goes to the next game and he loses all of his money again. Right. <laughs> and he deposited more money. Uh, I'm thinking about doing it for the Lakers, man. I really am. But no, I have, I have, a, I have an amount in my account right now, which I'm going to bet on the Super Bowl and for props. Okay. Uh, and basically, I think whatever I have left after the Super Bowl, obviously when I double up all my money. Uh, I'm gonna put a substantial amount of that on the on the Lakers to win the championship. I, I feel very strongly about that. Very like now it's like meant to be type of thing. Yeah, it feels that way. No, you know it's really like, look everything that's going on with Kobe. But even before that, Lakers were up there in terms of favorites even before yeah, that. But now you have like that extra added motivation and like it's just an extra storyline amongst you know. There's gonna be a ton of storylines that come and go throughout the course of the NBA season and as we get further and further into the postseason for the NBA, but. This is the one that everything this NBA season is going to be revolving around is Kobe Bryant, the great one of the greatest, maybe the greatest Los Angeles Laker of all time. Uh, you know, kind of uh, having his his spirit behind the Lakers here, and I'm sure that they will dedicate the rest of the season to him as well. Uh, and tonight's their first game that they'll be playing in the right. Staples Center uh, since the tragedy has happened with Kobe Bryant. Uh, they're hosting the Portland Trailblazers tonight, so. Uh, yeah. So, What's a bet on the Lakers tonight as well? <laughs> I really like the Blazers tonight. What's that spread at? What do you think? Don't, don't look. I haven't looked yet. All right. So this number... It's got to be, be a big number. I saw where it opened. I see where it is now. What do you think it is? So based on what you just said, I'll say that it opened up somewhere like five or six. The Lakers is a five or six point favorite, and it's probably up to like eight or nine now. So I saw it this morning. I'm going I'm to check where it opened right now at Vegas Insider. But I saw it this morning at 12. Oh, my gosh. I was... <laughs> All right. Well, that's why I'm not an it opened. Maker. I'm sorry. It opened at 12 and a half. What? It's now up to 13 and a half and 14. Gosh. All right. Well, yeah, I can't blame you for liking the Blazers there. They're not just going to lay down. Dude, I know what the narrative is, man. Mortgage the house, Greg. I know what the narrative is. I That's really, really, really like the Blazers. For what it's worth, uh, Covers has given out a free pick on this game tonight, Greg. Okay. Uh, and their free pick is the Blazers. I get the narrative, and I get it. Everybody wants to bet them tonight. The Lakers, Lakers. are going to win this game. Look, there's no doubt about that. And Portland has been a terrible team against the spread. Terrible. They're god awful, Greg, against the spread. They are 18, 28, and 2 overall. They're 10 and 15 on the road against the spread. Uh, the Lakers, 24, 21, and 1 against the spread, 11, 9, and 1 at home. Portland's been very bad against the spread. There's no Carmelo Anthony tonight. I understand that. I'm with you, man. I take the Blazers here. 13 points is a lot. Lakers have, I'm oh, sorry, the, the Blazers have covered two games in a row. You think Lillard's just going to lay One, down? One, three out of five. Lillard's not going to lay down. He's kind of cut from that same Kobe cloth, you know? He's I a gamer, agree. man. Like, he's not just going to lay down because of everything that's happened. The Lakers will win this game. There's no doubt about that. Lakers, 13 points is a lot, Greg. It's 14 in some places. 
I'm with you. I like it. I like the Blazers. So tonight. many. I'm gonna. And if I were to bet on this game, I would just. I'll be in Jersey, dude. Later dude. on, should I should I hit the Blazers I, up? Yeah, you should. You got to put your money where your mouth is, right? Do it. And just keep waiting and Vandal waiting. Sportsbook, 13 just, and a half as well. Just wait. It's going to go up. Everybody's, go up. It's on 14 at William Hill. So I'll probably, uh, I'll probably get to Jersey around 536. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully it does climb by then. It's crazy, man. It's, it's such a big number. The Blazers aren't that bad. Blazers are not like the Knicks. I mean, the Blazers are bad. They're not that bad. From a spread perspective, they're very I bad. I understand. They've, they've, listen, they covered two in a row. Uh, let's see what we got here. So I have it up already. Fifty percent of the bets are on the Lakers. It's seventy-seven percent of the money is on the Lakers tonight, Greg. Just telling you how I feel, man. I just way too many points. They're gonna win. They're not gonna win by fourteen points. No way. I agree with you. The Bucks too, right? Like the Bucks are going up against the Nuggets. Your team, the Nuggets tonight. That game opened up at nine and a half. Bucks are a twelve-point favorite right now against the Denver Nuggets. A lot of points. No one, the Nuggets get no respect. No respect. None. Three questions, three minutes. We take you to Super Bowl week. We make an announcement. Do it next. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. So I want to make sure we get to the announcement, Frank. Couple of announcements. Couple of announcements. So as you guys see, Pharrell, coast to coast, 4 p.m. Eastern. That's coming your way. And that started two days ago. 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern, you got Pharrell every day. We got a lot of changes going on as we try to become a more uh, video-centric and TV network. And one of those changes is the BFFs. So you know what we say at the end of every show, we, we hope we'll see you tomorrow? On Monday, we will not see you uh, at 2 p.m. Eastern. But we will see you at 3 p.m. Eastern! Let's go! We're still here, baby! Baby! We hope. We hope. We hope. No. Yeah. No. I mean, it might have just I might have changed based on that. That, that might have been it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, so on Monday, uh, Frank and I will be back uh, together here, maybe? I don't know. I think. We hope. Monday, we were at MSG, so you will be here. Yes, yeah. I will be uh, here. So we will be here together in studio Monday, 3 p.m. Eastern, so an hour later, and we go right into Pharrell, which will be really cool. Right into Pharrell, where the lead up, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time, the best friends forever. Uh, and while we're on the topics of what we're going to be doing, uh, on Monday, I'll be joining Craig Mish on the radio side, which will, uh, the week after... Turn into a video show as well on Fantasy Sports Today. We will be chatting, obviously, a lot about the Super Bowl on Monday. But then after that, Tuesday, the rest of the week, look, Greg doesn't want to talk baseball. It doesn't matter. I do now. Craig Mish wants to talk baseball. This is the problem. And we are going to be talking fantasy baseball on Fantasy Sports Today, uh, basically for the next six months. So that will be on from 11 to 1, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time starting Monday. So you'll be able to hear three hours of myself. Uh, every single day here. You know, Fra- uh, Frank's been 
continuing to rise in the fantasy industry and now on a platform with Craig Mish. I know someone you've listened to, uh, and it's awesome for you guys to be able to do this together. Uh, so we'll have two hours of serious conversation, and he has to deal with me for an hour, uh, three o'clock every day. Can't wait. I wonder what show he's more excited for. Uh, Frank, the Super Bowl, of course, Sunday night, 6.20 p.m. Eastern. What's your final score prediction? My final score prediction, I uh, like the over in the game as well. 31-28, Kansas City Chiefs. I would take the Kansas City Chiefs to win 37-21. I think the Chiefs... Blowout, oh my goodness. I think the Chiefs win by a lot. Uh, he is Frank Stample. My name is Greg Sussman. Enjoy all the programming. we got Wager Talk up next, followed by Pharrell Coast to Coast. Uh, we will have a fantastic weekend, and we hope we see you back here Monday. Uh, He's Frank. I'm Greg. We'll do it again on Monday. We hope!